Well, welcome to the Good Talk Podcast, where we remind you of the joy of life, the love of God, and the possibilities that lie ahead. Pete and Jordan here with episode 93. Lessons from Dad. It's Father's Day. Not really. It's close, though. Close. It's the week of. Yeah, it's the week of Father's Day. I love Father's Day. I know you do. You you have Father's Day in June and birthday in July, so you get like it's a double good, whammy. It's June, July are two of the best months of the year. <laughs> it helps that it's like summer and <laughs> lots going on. It does. Um, this past weekend, what did we do? Um, I was in Georgia a lot. I was in Detroit and Atlanta. In Atlanta. And last week, which is why if you're watching on YouTube, I'm wearing my Barbie shirt, which yes, Pete, has, Pete has said I have been wearing it every day, which is kind of true because it's super comfy. But every day. A, I renovated, renovated, I did like a makeover. On a Barbie. On a, a playhouse, like an outdoor playhouse, like the kind for kids that just sit outside and it was fine as it was. It was like brown and blue and red, which in my world is not like ideal. <laughs> so and you Barbie-fied it. I Barbie-fied it because that movie's coming out. The Barbie movie's coming out next month. And Pepper loves pink. Anytime she sees pink, she goes, pink. So I just knew. I was like, oh, I'm gonna, it's partly for me, too. Like, she I'm not does even that, though, because you set her up to do that. Everything in this house is pink. I don't know. That's she a, has to love pink. That's the first color she like really got excited about. Anyways, so I did like a whole makeover from start to finish, and I posted it on Instagram. It's doing pretty well, but I absolutely love it. I sometimes I'll just like the night we had it done, I just sat in there by myself. It's so freaking cute. Anyways, I played in it numerous times. Yeah, I answered the Barbie phone. Yeah, she's. Now you did a good job. Y'all should check it out on where, where do they check that on Instagram? Just Instagram. But um, yeah, that's that on was literally what I feel like I did for an entire week. The last you week. worked so hard on now that. Now you're caught up. Now you're caught up. A couple hundred thousand people apparently like it as well. Well, we'll see. I I was really fun. Like I said, it was almost equally as much for me as it was for Pepper. Yeah, she does I love it though. So She's out there it. playing all the time. Yeah, she always says house, pink house. Anyways, not like you guys care about that. Um, for Father's Day this More weekend. More importantly, uh, Father's Day is this weekend. I know. So what are we going to do? Go to the pool? Go to the pool. I usually go kayaking with my dad. I'm not sure if we're going to be able to squeeze that in this year or not. But yeah, maybe go to the farm. Hopefully, we'll go out to the farm. And Just then have do yummy father food. stuff. Play yeah. a bunch of games. Yeah, I know I'm gonna get some games for Father's Day, right? How do you know? Because I always do. <laughs> I love yard games. I love yard games. That's it's where like, that's where Instagram gets me because they they feed me yard games. Yeah, and I have probably a dozen yard too games. many yard games. So. That's okay. If maybe you'll get a yard game. We'll report back at what P gets. For I'm Father's getting a yard Day. game. I feel it. I don't know. Anyways, let's talk about lessons from dad. Lessons from dad. Yeah. You know, we, a couple years ago, uh, I did a little thing on some of the things I've learned from dad. I didn't even go back and look at that because I was like, I, I, there's more. And yeah. I just wanted to pick out three or four that they're meaningful to me uh, because obviously my dad instilled these things in me, but they're more meaningful to me now because I see how I also implemented to some degree, maybe not as effectively as he did, but to some degree, because he did those things, I've done that for my kids. Yeah. And um, I just thought we'd do a little okay. short kind of mini tribute. I saw this one. quote. I can't find out who said this quote. It just says unknown. This is a great quote for really fathers, mothers, whatever, but it says this, nothing can make one so happily exhilarated or so frightened. It's a solid lesson in the limitations of self to realize that your heart is running around inside someone else's body. Mm. That's so good. I was like, holy cow, it so describes the highs and lows of parenting. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's your heart running around in somebody else's body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember someone telling me when, like, when I had Pepper, they're like, your heart is no longer yours. Like, you are in two places at once. Yeah. Now. Which is so true. And yours is in four places, five places at once, I guess, with your own heart. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I absolutely have loved being a dad. And when you and I were first having discussions about whether or not to have a child together, you know, I already had three, so I was pretty content and happy <laughs> and getting older. And I'm like, oh, I don't know, you know, I kind of made my list of all the reasons why it wouldn't be wise to have a fourth. Um, and and you you'll remember these conversations, and there were other reasons that obviously made us lean towards having another kid. But a big one for me is when I got to that place to say, you know what? When I look back on my life up to this point, being a dad has been the favorite thing I've ever done. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I'm the best at it, but it's been my favorite. It's yep. been my most worthy investment yep. of my life. Yep, has been raising kids. Yeah, and I was like, it's brought me so much joy. Why would I not want to do this again? Yeah, well, you did, and we did. <laughs> and now we have pepper. And now we have pepper. But here's 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 a few things that I just jotted down. Really, just a few minutes ago, about things I've learned from my dad. First one is this: I don't think I've ever talked about this. Maybe I have, but hobbies aren't a waste of time. And I've learned that from my dad works hard. My dad loves to work. Yeah. Like he, you know, you He's have past retirement age. Yes. Right. You have to find things to distract my dad from work. And I think mm-hmm. that's what hobbies have been through his life. And it's mm-hmm. probably what's floated him and, and helped him stay as healthy as he is. Yeah. And I mentioned kayaking earlier. He's been way into kayaking now for probably a, a decade. But there have been different things throughout my life. He used to love working on cars when I was little. I can remember just sitting out there under a hood while he was doing all the things that he did. And he throughout his life has modeled for me having hobbies and would go and do that with friends he was in a tennis for a long time and like watching him do that and and see how that served him i think is it's partly why i love having so many hobbies yeah yeah you do have, you are probably the person in my life that has the most hobbies ever and they change like yearly which i think yeah. is really cool but in this culture it's almost like no one talks about that. Everyone talks about like work, 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 grind, 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 like do your best at everything. And all that's true to some degree with balance, but rarely do people talk about how healthy it is to have interests and hobbies yeah. outside of that. I think it's so important. And I, I remember when my dad started playing tennis, I was old enough to be like, I didn't know you played tennis. He's like, I don't. I was like, he's like, I'm learning it. And I remember thinking, that's so cool. You mm-hmm. can just take something you've never done before and start doing it. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like hobbies teach you, or hobbies almost require curiosity because yes. you don't stumble into hobbies really. You don't have to have a hobby; you can just exist and not have a ton of interest. Which no shame if you don't have a ton of interest. I've been in seasons like that where I'm like, I don't know what I love, want to do. Um, but yeah, it, it does. It like instills like this curiosity young in you. Yeah, and then they obviously maintained. And I think that the encouragement I would share for dads in general is. Find hobbies, but then also, if you can, include your kids in them. Yeah. If it's fishing, if it's traveling, if whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, pro sport, whatever it is that you kind of love, find ways to include them. Mm-hmm. Um, it might not be their thing for the rest of their life, but in that season, you're teaching them things mm-hmm. like curiosity, learning new skills. And uh, I've, I've loved throughout the years finding hobbies that I could also include the boys in. Now they're finding hobbies mm-hmm. that they include me in, Yeah, which is really cool. Yeah. Y'all are all into golf right now. We are all in. I, and I don't really want to be into golf right now. But they're <laughs> but you into are. it. So, so I'm into, into it. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, what's the next one? Uh, the second thing was um, 
be your kid's biggest fan. And I feel like my dad taught me that. Mm-hmm. He he was he was a big fan early on, mm-hmm. like in anything that I did. You know, I was into juggling for a while, mm-hmm. and he was a big fan of that and would take me to different places to do that. And then, um, you know, when I got into college, when I first started, like, speaking in churches, mm-hmm. and he would just kind of randomly show up, drive an hour and a half to hear me speak, and that would just meant the world to me. He was a fan of me. I remember when I was 21, I remember going to lunch with my dad to tell him, that uh, you know, I would be graduating college soon, and I was going to plant a church mm-hmm. and at twenty one. At twenty one, and I look back at that, and there's so many reasons my dad should have rolled his eyes. He should have rolled his eyes that he just you know helped pay for you know yeah. four years of college education for me to say, oh yeah, I'm going to start a church. He should have rolled his high eyes because I was twenty one years old mm-hmm. and said I was going to start a church. Mm-hmm. Right, he should have rolled his eyes because I was 21 years old, getting ready to start a church in Kentucky, <laughs> like not even anywhere near him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he had plenty of reasons to kind of take me out from underneath my legs in that moment, and it wouldn't have taken much. Yeah, like literally, he could have rolled his eyes. He could have said, "I don't know." It, a million things could have happened in that moment if he would have shown anything other than support. I don't think I would have done it. Which is interesting because it would have probably led to an entirely different career path. Yes. Because in the moment, maybe you didn't go into church planning, planting, and then you maybe you got into something else that yeah. you found like, oh, I'm just going to do this, and then you continue to do that. Instead, you obviously had a large career path in that. But yeah, it's it's wild. And it's it's probably a hard balance as a dad for you even now, like, because you want to be that wisdom too, mm-hmm. you know, like what's the balance of like love and truth and like trying to find that. I feel like that would be so hard because you, like you said, you don't want to cut them down in any way or, yep. or steer them away from a dream, but also being the the wise counsel in some some situations, but obviously he just was such a support. Yeah, and so the way I say it is that my dad gave me the greatest gift ever, which was believing in me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I read a book, gosh, probably 20 years ago from a guy named John Eldridge. And in the book, he talked about how every little boy, and I, and I could think I could argue that almost every little girl thinks this too, but that every little boy has a question that he's constantly seeking to be answered from his dad. And the question is, do I have what it takes? Mm-hmm. Every little boy growing up want, wants and needs to know from his dad, do you think I have what it takes? Yeah. And you know this, but like in every card, I write the boys. It's always, I always end with, you've got what it takes. And yeah. I believe that. I believe that all, all my boys and Pepper... They all have what it takes to do, be whatever they want to be. Mm-hmm. And they might need a little guidance and some help and some wisdom along the way, but they've got what it takes. Yeah. And somehow, someway, my dad, with words, actions, attitude, answered that question for me, mm-hmm. made me believe I did have what it takes. Mm-hmm. And I tried some things really early on in life that most people probably never would have tried. Yeah, because you had his confidence. Yeah. yeah, It put me ahead of the game. Yeah, that's great. So I always want to be the biggest fan of my kids. Yeah. I feel like my dad was super similar. Like I can think back to childhood, both my parents, but since we're talking about dads, um, he was that way as a, when I was a kid, but, and still is, Mm -hmm. I just told you about a text I got last night on the couch. (laughs) And again, this Barbie house, which I, I have a lot of my dad's blood as far as like the creativity part. Um, and that's something he would have done for me back in the day, yes. you know? And so 
he texts me, you know, at nine o'clock at night. Oh my gosh, I just saw the video. That is the best thing I've ever seen. You are the best. Congratulations. You know, and it's, it's silly, like little playhouse. Did he for my call daughter. you booger? Yeah. He calls me booger. He calls me booger. I love that. <laughs> and then he calls Pepper little booger. <laughs> booger and little booger. <laughs> anyway. Um, so yeah, it, it is like, it's such a gift to know your parent is your biggest cheerleader. Yep. Like, I, and I feel really grateful to not know what it's not, what it's like to not have that. Um, but I know that there are a lot of complicated relationships in parent and child adults. Um, and so I'm just, I'm really grateful for that. So I think that's a great point of just almost just the intentionality of being yeah. a cheerleader. Like obviously wisdom comes into play sometimes where you have to be the person and kind of guide, but more times than not, if it's not going to hurt them, if it's not a really like a dangerous situation, let them try it. Cause they almost learn more with trying. Yeah. But anyway, Yep. Next. Uh, third thing that he taught me, and this has been huge, especially in the last, let's say, 10 years of my life, but he taught me that it's okay for everyone to not know your side of the story. Yeah, that's been <clears throat> huge for you. It has. And he, he did that extremely well. My dad's been through plenty of stuff in his life. Uh, you know, he went through a divorce a long time ago. Mm-hmm. He's been remarried for decades, Yeah, but went through a divorce with my mom. Uh, I've said this publicly so many times I can't even count it, but it had a profound impact on me. I never heard my dad say a negative word about my mom. That's huge. Not one time. Uh, Through all these years, he has never in any way... Hinted negatively. Yep. I've watched my dad go through, uh, let's call them work breakups, where he had to fire somebody or a partner, you know, got they got in some kind of beef. And even when he was telling me, his own son, about the yeah. scenario, he would play it out so fair, like giving me their side. Well, they, you know, they probably did this because of mm-hmm. this. Or you got to remember this, son. Mm-hmm. Like, he could have easily in that moment been like, I need some validation from my own son. I'm <laughs> yeah. going to tell this, this kind of one sided. He, he's just never done that. He, he's, you know, I, I, I think what it is is he cares so much more about character than he does PR. Mm-hmm. And I think deep down inside, my dad has such a, a, a strong kind of just like navigational system yeah. that he believes if he's making the right decision, he is absolutely 100% okay with there being people or a group of people out there who don't understand it, may not ever understand it, and he doesn't feel this need to, you know, explain it. Like, I've ne- my dad doesn't get on social media and say, well, this is why this happened, yeah. or, you know, he, he's, he's just never done that. He is absolutely okay with everyone not knowing his side of the story. Yeah, he's such a, like, a present dad to you uh-huh. and uh, the thing that when you're talking about like he doesn't feel the need to like push any of his agenda on anybody Mm-mm. Mm-mm. like he'll come to all your boys um, football games near and far sits with you doesn't post about it which who cares if you, that's a great thing yeah, to post can. about it's an awesome thing to post about you post about it but it's i'm saying that to say like he's there truly to support you yeah. and to support them so most of the time he leaves as the game's over, because he has to get home, he lives far away, and he doesn't even really get to even see yeah. the boys to say good job, so they don't even know he's there. So it's like, I don't know, I just think it's such a noble characteristic of him. Like, he just exists in his character. Yes. Like, he is. He is not dependent on any kind of external validation. No, that's a great way to put it. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. And that's really impressive. And that's that not the way I've lived most of my life. Most yeah. of my life, I have leaned heavily on external validation. Yeah. And you kind of get to a point in your life where you realize 
if, if you're going to do that, if you're going to live your life that way, looking for external validation, looking for everybody to like you, agree with you, you you are 100% giving up peace mm-hmm. in your life because mm-hmm. it's not going to happen. And control. You give the yeah. control to everyone else with, of your emotions and your happiness. Yeah. And I think my dad a long time ago just decided, you know what, I'd rather have peace internally than for somebody that I hardly even know to applaud me or agree with the decision I made that I already know is right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I love that. Thank you, Dad. Thank you, Dad. That's been a huge one for you and for us. Yep. Uh, The other thing he taught me uh, that has played so importantly in my life is this whole idea that pain is an opportunity to pivot. Mm -hmm. And I've seen him deal with... Lots of different pain at moments in his life. You know, I mentioned his divorce. You know, through the divorce, uh, he went to counseling for the first time. At that point, he was a college professor and administrator. Mm -hmm. And uh, counseling had a profound impact on his life. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I like this. I I think I'd like to go into counseling. The dude goes back to school, gets a master's, then he gets a doctorate in counseling, opens up his own private firm and then eventually would go into teaching other doctoral students all that came from a moment in his life where there was great pain Mm -hmm. but he but he he saw it as a as a moment to pivot Mm -hmm. to change to 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 go after a new passion it's Mm -hmm. it's like it's like pain has a purpose right and he knew that and instead of just being bitter he actually used that to then kind of move forward and help a lot of other people. Yeah. And what is it that saying, our friend Roy Baden says it all the time, you're, you're most perfectly positioned to help the people you once were. Yes. And I think he really took that to heart. Mm-hmm. And he knew what that season was like when your life's turned upside down and you really need some help and somebody yeah. to guide you through it. And he's like, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. And he did it. Yeah, really well. Yeah. And so really in that, he taught me a couple things. Obviously, that pain is an opportunity to pivot. But he also taught me that it's never too late to make a change. Yeah, exactly. He did a career shift midlife. Yeah. You know, like that's very rare. And you also did the same yeah. thing. Like, obviously, you still do some of what you used to do. But you started a whole new, like, business yeah. for yourself. And you're killing it. And But you're right. Like, if that's not always modeled for you, that's not an obvious option. Mm-mm. No. You would, I, 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 in fact, if it's not modeled for you, I, I don't know where you would even, in that moment, think about doing anything other than just playing a victim. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you so mirror. You would think like, eventually, as adults, to become strong enough to make your own decisions and not fall into the patterns of your parents, and that's true. Obviously, there are people who can do that, but most often we fall into in our weak moments in the pain that you're talking about. We fall into what we were shown yeah and what a gift it is to to give your kids the yes you can go through hard things but look there's hope on the other side um so even if it's for yourself it's also for the for the little eyes that are watching you because that shows them one day when you get knocked down you can come back up so i I think that's really cool it's huge and i and again for 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 the person that's listening it's like you're rolling your eyes because you're like well you had a perfect dad you're right i didn't 
Yeah. I didn't have a perfect dad. And I, I could do a whole podcast on the things he did that screwed me up. <laughs> How about that, <laughs> Dad? Father's That's day. coming next week. <laughs> no, but, uh, you know, I say that not to in any way say anything negative about him, but he wasn't a perfect dad. No one is. Right. But I choose to kind of look at what are the things that he did right yeah. that have had a huge impact on me that I want to pass on. Are there a few things that... I saw and learned that I've made a choice that I actually want to raise my kids a little differently than he did. Absolutely. But there's a whole lot of good in there. Yeah. A whole lot of good that has, again, helped me as a father now be a much better dad than I would be today if it weren't for him. Yeah. And I think as like children of our parents, like if you only thought about the things that didn't serve you well or the things they did that hurt you or the things they did that like that's only going to build the bitterness and like you miss out on the lessons yep. and the love and all that. So I think of course there are people who are probably like, you know, my dad was a jerk and he, and maybe he will, maybe your dad is a jerk. I'm sorry. Um, but like trying in this moment to think of like the beautiful things, like mm-hmm. the things that were redeeming and the things that were great. Um, I think, is a healthy thing anyways. Like it just lightens your spirit when you think of your dad. So that's not my experience, but I know for some people that have those strained relationships, it can be super tough, but yeah, I think it's really a, a cool practice. Even on father's day, just be like writing down your favorite things yeah. about your dad or memories, like t- even talking about this. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Like so often we bury our like memories away of things our parents did for us. I think it's such a cool thing to like bring that back up. Yeah. I do too. What do you think? So obviously you had three boys mm-hmm. and you were in your twenties, early thirties, raising them yep. when they were born. And like, you know, so, I mean, obviously beyond just your thirties, but like, I'm saying as far as when they were little, do you feel like there's any crazy difference of being your age now raising a little one? I get asked that a lot. <laughs> I know you do. In a lot of different ways that people ask it. But it's a great question because I, it's pretty rare for somebody to, you know, be able to, my oldest is 22, my youngest is two. Yes. So we're in about two decades mm-hmm. a difference there between my first and my, and my yeah. fourth. Um, and I would say a lot's changed. And, and some of it, obviously, is because she's a girl. Mm-hmm. The yeah. first three were boys. So, but when I just think about my the way I approach being a dad now versus then, I would say that probably 20 years ago, I was more focused on provision, mm-hmm. thinking that was the most important thing I could do for these boys, Yeah, is work hard, make a good living, give them opportunities I didn't get to have as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that falls pretty low on the list for me. I, I would say for me, I replace provision with presence. I was literally about to say that. That, that was my exact word. That, and, and instead of the power of provision, and I do think that is certainly part of being a father, yeah. right, and a parent, but but the power of presence, I now know that. Mm-hmm. Because, again, I watched these boys growing up, and, you know, obviously, you know, now, it's like, it's hard to get a whole lot of time with them. They're busy. They yeah. all have jobs. They yeah. play sports. They have girlfriends. Like, your, your, your time with them kind of gets shorter and shorter, and you cherish every moment of it, and you realize, really, the most important gift I ever gave them throughout their life was my presence, mm-hmm. being there. Mm-hmm. And when I say pre- not just, like, physically being there, but being mentally and spiritually there as well to just 
you know, say I'm I'm here, and I feel like with pepper, I am able, and some of that is season of life, I was right? Gonna say you were in the twenties and thirties. You're thinking about building, building yeah, career, yeah. building. How far can we go? And and again, I've just I've been through a lot of that now to say, yeah, I, I still I still care about those things. I want to build a great business. I want to make a great living, but being present with her is more important to me than any of that. Yeah, yeah. No, that's so true. It's you're you are extremely present with her, and you're extremely present with your voice. Um, I've seen you do that really, really well, and you've like balanced it immaculately. So you are an awesome dad. Well, that's very kind of you to say. But again, I'll, I'll take it back to my dad. The idea of pain as an opportunity to pivot. I feel like I did have a pretty big pivot in the way I parented post my divorce Mm -hmm. some of it was i was forced to Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. uh to be more engaged but also through all that i and through all the different things i lost going through that divorce for me it grounded me back to the most important thing is my closest relationships yeah and making sure i invest in those and keep Mm -hmm. those healthy Mm -hmm. now that was something i think i took away from and learned from my divorce and um yeah, I think my parenting benefited from that. Yeah, it did. I think you're right. That was good. Yeah. That was not so many. We were like, oh, this won't be a long one. And it was a good yeah. uh, full length. Happy Father's Day to everyone. I, I know that this it brings up a lot, right? And you kind of touched on it earlier. Some of you didn't grow up in homes uh, that it was a real positive experience. And the idea of celebrating your father brings up a lot of pain for you. And I just want to acknowledge that. Sorry that you've been through that. I'm sorry this might be a difficult weekend for some of you. Uh, But for those of us that wasn't our experience, I think honoring our dads, looking back at things that we learned from them that we want to carry on and pass on to others, I think is really important. Yeah. And if you're a dad, just enjoy being celebrated this weekend. Relax. Don't work. Play some yard games. (laughs) Play some yard games. Should there be lots of hot dogs and hamburgers somewhere this week? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Well, that was really good. I love that. Your dad's awesome. You're awesome. All you dads listening are awesome. So go have fun this weekend. Um, Lessons from dad. High five. Well done. Thank you. Y'all keep listening. We'll be back next week. Thank you so much, as always, for tuning in. You guys are our, like, favorite people ever. We love you guys. See you next week. And that was another good good talk. talk.